Sensors, podcast consumers. Welcome to episode 52 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And we've got a great show for you today. I mentioned at the top of the video feed I'm a little bit late getting into the studio for obvious reasons that we'll get into shortly. But we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official Facebook page. Go follow that page, get updates on anything and everything that is go tell it to the wall, including Common Sense Sundays, Sean Work Live, all that good stuff. Again, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Of course, our YouTube channel. Head on over to YouTube, search go tell it to the wall, subscribe to our channel. That's where you're going to find all of our video feeds posted after the fact, uh, previously what were our live feeds, as well as our beer reviews. Mental Health Monday playlists, parenting playlists, all that great stuff right there on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, which is Go Tell to the Wall. Easy to find. Just type Go Tell to the Wall. You're going to see my lovely face right there on the YouTube channel. Uh, or my not-so-lovely face, depending on your opinion. Either way, you should be subscribing. And, of course, my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. That's right, at SoCalSean on the Instagram. Follow me on there. Good chance I'll follow you back unless you're just trying to spam me with a bunch of other stuff. A lot of those requests coming through lately. <laughs> it's like, all right, we realize everybody's got crazy stuff they want to put out there, but uh, I don't necessarily need a lot of that in my life. But either way, at SoCalSean right there on Instagram. And, of course, most importantly would be SeanOrourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanOrourkeLive.com. That is your one-stop shop for anything and everything that is. Go tell to the wall, Common Sense Sundays. Go tell to the brewery, Sean O'Rourke Live. Just just make sure you have it bookmarked. That's a, It's a good website to bookmark. You know you got all kinds of other websites bookmarked anyway. Uh, and it's actually going to link you to all of those platforms that I just mentioned, as well as show you links to our Patreon campaign, Patreon page, uh, and our merch website. So both those, if you want to support us financially, uh, you can do it in, in either way, one of those avenues right there. Patreon uh, is, is, is you get some, some good benefits by becoming a patron. Uh, and of course, with with the merch site, you get some some awesome common sense merch right there in your mailbox. Uh, so make sure you're checking those out as well. I know I promised last week there was a new logo coming this week. The new logo is still done. It's just been a crazy week. I'm gonna get into some of why it's been a crazy week just for me personally. Like oh, nothing bad. Just too many things going on, and I'm moving like a mile a minute. Have been for like the past week, and it's it's been a challenge to get some stuff out there. So that is still coming. Should be out there this week. I, I'm. I'm going to promise it, but please don't don't stop listening if you don't see the logo over the next week because I'm still in the middle of a bunch of other stuff uh, dealing with, like, my own just stuff around. It's it's crazy. Stuff around the house and everything. Get into some of that with parenting. Uh, and we may have a, a possible schedule conflict for the next episode, which would be next weekend, uh, next Sunday. Uh, not sure yet. I'm trying to squeeze it in. Here's the thing. It's actually my anniversary weekend. Uh, so, so happy anniversary to my wife, early anniversary, we're a week early, might have an episode still, uh, I'm just trying to schedule everything out, and of course, if you've been a long-time listener of Go Tell to the Wall, not just Common Sense Sundays, but Go Tell to the Wall, you know that our very own on-air producers, uh, Bridget and Chris Hassong, it is also their anniversary weekend, we 
share the exact same anniversary. Yeah, it's one of those one of those things. Not the same year. We didn't get married on the same day, uh, but we sh- we share the same date. Uh, so happy anniversary to Bridget and Chris as well. Like I said, we might still have an actual episode. It's just going to depend on on all the scheduling and whatnot. Uh, so just be aware of that. If you don't see one next weekend, it's semi-planned. We're just not definite yet on that uh, as of today. So, all right. Lots of stuff going on this week, and we're going to get into some digital trends right now. I've been losing my voice a little bit, too. Uh, I, I, I might be... I don't I don't think I'm actually coming down with a cold. I think the the dryness of my HVAC system has just been wreaking, wreaking havoc on my, my throat kind of the past week or so. It just... If you're in Southern California, really, if you're in any location right now that's that's experiencing heat wave, and we're not even getting it as bad as a lot of other parts of the country, uh, you're probably running a lot of air conditioning, and that's been my house. I got to keep a uh, got to keep a four year old comfortable here, and uh, by four year old I mean I mean myself because I run very very hot. No, I'm just kidding. My four year old does come first, and uh, fortunately for me, she runs very hot. So fortunately and unfortunately, because I also run hot, uh, but it's it's extra cost in the old the good old air conditioning uh, i'm afraid to see that power bill <laughs> i really am it was good that we were i was out of this house for three weeks because that kind of saved a little bit and that was a good part of the the heat wave and we didn't have to have the ac cranked on as much so it was a little bit helpful as far as the bill goes and of course solar i highly recommend solar look into it i'm not going to recommend brands for you or anything but uh, if you're in an area that you can get solar get solar it's helpful regardless of what company you go with all right digital trends that's right digital trends we got a few fun hashtags this week and a couple i don't want to call them serious hashtags because they're still fun hashtags to me but they are more serious in nature i guess uh first one would be hashtag add a word ruin a movie this is one of those like uh not jimmy not jimmy kimmel one of those other good jimmy fallon does these every once in a while for the show, and I actually enjoyed this one. Uh, and I had seen someone post uh, the hashtag add a word ruin a movie, Guardians of the Samsung Galaxy, and that one actually really made me laugh. Now, Samsung Galaxy products, I have a Galaxy Tab tablet, actually, uh, so, so you know I'm aware of the Galaxy products. But why this really made me laugh is if you've been a listener of Go Tell to the Wall previously when I've spoken about... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which was basically a commercial anyway for, for Baby Groot <laughs> Disney consumer products. Uh, so I found it extra funny that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if they Disney somehow pulled in some, some Samsung branding just because it fits well with the title. Wouldn't be shocked at all because uh, that's, that's what we do in, really around the world, but especially in this country. Market the hell out of everything. Can you sell it? Yep, absolutely sell it. And I'm guilty of that myself having worked in ad sales and marketing for for a couple of large studios. Uh, but of course, check out that hashtag if you're looking for some entertainment. Also, hashtag things you hated as a kid. <laughs> I could list things, things that I hated as a kid. I was sometimes a curmudgeonly little kid running around and, you know, just kind of, <laughs> I don't want to say railing against society at that time, railing against adults at that time, I guess. Uh, and this, of course, this one came up is the scene in NeverEnding Story uh, it, this movie's so old, it can't be spoilers anyway, where, where Artex, the, the horse, we lose Artex, still hurts me, I hated it, hated it as a kid, still hate it today, it is, it is, uh, not fun, and even today we know that the horse comes back, still too sad for me, still too sad, so of course people are posting about that, uh, now for me, another one was running the mile in PE as a kid, I hated it as a kid, 
absolutely hated it uh, throughout elementary and middle school. <laughs> like I'm very, very much remember going out to PE when it would be like mile day, and the PE teacher's like, "Oh, we're gonna run a mile," and I was like, "Oh, god," and it just felt like such a slog. Uh, now then, of course, I go on to high school uh, and become an elite track athlete, an elite high school track athlete, actually running the 1600, which is essentially uh, the mile when it comes to to uh, to co- track competition here in the U.S. Because we do everything in, in feet and yards except for when it comes to uh, track events because that's all got to be done in meters. Uh, so it's act- 1,600 meters, not quite a mile, uh, but that's essentially running a mile when you're talking about... Uh, High school track competition. Uh, all right. Hashtag Karen Bobert. Uh, of course. You know why this one's trending. Now, apparently there was one of these rallies going on. I, I never pay close enough attention to these things because it just gives me a headache. So apparently there was a rally going on and we had that Lauren Bobert out there spouting things off. And of course the people ran with this. And uh, I, I think this it's trending right now, but this could probably be accurate at any time. And I gotta say, I'm just I'm t- so sick of shock value politicians, and that's really that's all she is, shock value politician, uh, completely unqualified to to do what she's doing. And she's well, she's qualified to do what she's doing. Uh, she's unqualified for what she should be doing. Uh, however, people seem to enjoy it, and they let her speak at rallies and stuff, and therefore we get hashtag Karen Bobert trending on the on the Twitter platforms. Uh, so check that one out if, if you want to have a headache. Uh, I did not go too far down that hole because it just gives me a headache and I weep for, for the state of politics in this country. All right, one more before we move on. Hashtag tax the rich. That's right. Hashtag tax the rich. You know where this one's coming from. Richard Branson went to space today. Space. Like not the moon or anything. Not like Star Wars. Flies up into space. This is the thing we do. And all the billionaires are they are like, we're going to space. We're going to space. You know, fuck that world hunger stuff. We're going to spend our money going to space and arguing about it and racing each other. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the thing with, with, with I can, and I'm, I'm not even 40 yet. I can remember this all throughout my life, billionaires just competing with each other. And it's like, oh, Giant mansions. Remember the lifestyles of the rich and famous with Robin Leach? Giant mansions. And then giant yachts and giant whatever else. I'm gonna buy we're gonna buy islands. <laughs> Speaking of Richard Branson, now we buy islands. And then they all they start running out of things, so now they're just spending all their money to go to space. Uh, while of course people around the world are starving. Not even and just like look at Bezos. Even even just take care of the US. you don't need we don't need to spend a bunch of money going to space. It's just it's Ah, I just, it, they live in a different world. Rich people live in a completely different world uh, than the rest of us, and it's quite amazing to look at. Because <laughs> some people are like, oh, uh, I'm having trouble paying my electric bill. Like, I gotta get out from under these, these student loans that I was told as a teenager to take out because you had to graduate college, and then we have a whole another tier of people that are like, I'm building rockets and going to space. Common sense, fuck space. We don't... <laughs> You know, if there's a good reason to go there, you know, Mars, probably, all that stuff I can appreciate. But billionaires just thinking they're cool by building rockets, and that's the dumbest thing ever. Not the dumbest thing ever. It's one of the dumbest things ever. And that's why we have hashtag tax the rich. Maybe, maybe just a fraction of that money could go to, you know, public organizations that, that actually help people, help people that are in need, 
not rich people that just want to go to space because it's fun. All right, COVID updates. Feeling a little bit off this week. I think I sound a little bit off. Just too much, too much going on. I'm telling you. And I was late getting in the studio. And I'm watching soccer. Nothing against soccer. It's just, what am I doing? It's not something I usually watch. And no offense to people that enjoy watching it. It's obviously around the world. So many fans, but soccer getting me into the studio late. But before we get there, some COVID updates. I'm ready to stop with this topic. I really am. I, I keep feeling like we're getting close to getting rid of this topic, the COVID updates, but then more stuff just happens, and like Delta variants, and we're going to get to the Zeta variant, variant here, and then they're going to have to start over again, and I don't even know what happens at that point, but we're just running down the list with the Delta variant here, uh, but there's still new stuff coming out. And in fact, the mask mandate is going back and forth yet again now. The CDC, Center for Disease Control here in the United States, came out and said that uh, vaccinated kids and teachers going back to in-person learning don't actually have to wear a mask. So, of course, we've heard this. People vaccinated, you can be inside without a mask. Now, with the variants going out in California, they've said, if you're going to be indoors, even if you're vaccinated, have a mask on. Back and forth, back and forth. Here's the thing that's killing me with this. And fortunately, this is part of the reason I love California. Is, is you can t talk all the bad you want about it. All the bad. We've done our best to to mitigate numbers. To, to keep those numbers low. And immediately they came out and said, no, schools in California, uh, they're still going to be wearing masks for indoor learning. Makes sense. Here's the other thing that is the kicker for me. And I've been saying this for quite a while with all this loosening of restrictions. Uh, is, is the children. Think about this. School-age children, uh, you start going to, like, traditional kindergarten, not not counting even counting preschool. Uh, traditional kindergarten, you go there when you're five or six, you know, five or six. You graduate high school, so putting college aside, of course, uh, at 17 or 18. Okay, now let's think about the age for the vaccines. Uh, the age for the vaccines is 12 and up, 12 and up. So we're literally talking about half, we're only talking about half of students in schools in this country that are actually vaccinated. And those are just the ones that we are being honest and they've actually gotten vaccinated, let alone people forging cards and doing everything else. Half of students, kids under 12, aren't even vaccinated yet unless they're in like the study that they're doing right now. But there's, the vaccine isn't widely available for kids under 12. So this makes no sense to me. I understand it is difficult for kids to wear masks, especially younger kids, but here's here's what it is. It's high school kids right now that we'd be looking at able to not wear masks. They're old enough to just deal with it. The younger kids are going to have to wear masks anyway. This back and forth on the mask mandates is, is just utterly ridiculous, and I'm really getting over it. I'm really getting over it, and I'm still, I'm vaccinated. I'm still wearing my mask if I'm inside and I'm around people, even if every... If I go into a room and everyone says they're vaccinated, I don't care. Unless I know them all personally, I'm wearing a mask. I don't trust everyone. You can't trust anyone when it comes to this stuff. You just can't. We're getting some news on booster shots, too. Uh, and that news is we have no news yet. Keep hearing about there's going to be a booster shot, similar to how we get a flu shot every year, uh, at least for a little while. Uh, but so far, we don't have enough evidence, according to uh, Dr. Fauci as far as if we're going to have to get a booster shot. Now, if if I was a betting man, I'd say we're all getting some booster shots here, uh, probably come around 
flu shot time. Going to be time for a little booster shot, but we'll see what happens on that. Uh, and, of course, we're still seeing a rise in new cases in certain parts of the country, really around the world. It's becoming an issue. Tokyo, or uh, all of, I believe all of Japan, we're going to get into some of that, when it has gone into a full state of emergency uh, because of their uptick in cases. Uh, so now we're also still seeing something I mentioned a couple weeks ago. Most new cases are among the people who are not vaccinated. I don't have the exact percentage in front of me, but, but it was something like 99.7% of, of new COVID cases are unvaccinated people. Uh, now, again, I'm not sure if that's people who are eligible. So if that's people who are eligible, you're talking about that 0.3% or whatever. Uh, it's probably kids that are catching it because they can't get vaccinated yet. Again, don't quote me on those exact numbers, but that is a fact. What we're seeing is mostly unvaccinated people uh, who are getting it. And of course, we've seen... We've known some vaccinated people have also caught it again. I have friend, I've actually know people personally that have had it multiple times, uh, not since the vaccine, but before the vaccine, have had it multiple times. It's crazy. It's it's just not worth it's not worth getting it and dealing with it. Uh, personally, I can wear a mask. And my, I have a four year old. My four year old wears a mask just fine, just fine. And she doesn't make a huge deal about it. She wears a mask and calls it a day. You know, she's got a mask on. Get them comfortable masks, fun masks with a nice design, and you're good to go. I get so many compliments on a lot of my masks because I have masks from, like, all my favorite bands. Uh, of course, my nice Zombie Teeth mask, which has been featured on the podcast. Uh, go tell us the wall masks. Like I've got them all. May as well use them. Uh, and, of course, I want to use them anyway just to be safe because I don't trust anybody. And new info comes out almost daily here. <laughs> And just, I'm telling you, wait for the next variant, and then the next variant, and then the next variant. The only way we're getting through it is if people, everyone gets out there and gets vaccinated, and we finally hit herd immunity, and then we can finally start beating this. But who knows when the hell that's going to happen. And of course, this is a tax on a lot of people's mental health, myself included. So we're going to talk a little bit of mental health. Socializing. I actually did some socializing last weekend, all with fully vaccinated people. Uh, still wearing masks a lot of times in outdoor settings. Nothing indoors. I'm doing nothing indoors. Not in, unless it's me and my family. Nothing indoors. Uh, but did some socializing. And holy shit, is it exhausting. <laughs> it was quite taxing on my mental health. Uh, just overall. And these are people that I know very well. I wasn't hanging out with random people. These all people I know really well. But it was still extremely taxing on my mental health. Uh, which is an important thing to remember. Because sl slowly, even slowly coming back can be very overwhelming. Um, now, of course, I have what some would call crippling social anxiety, as strange as that sounds, because most people that just listen to me on the podcast are like, no, no, that doesn't, no, it does. It's just, that's why I yell at a wall. I don't, I don't yell at other people in here. I yell at a wall because I have crippling social anxiety. The wall can't yell back at me most times. If I've had a few too many, you know, back when we'd have, we'd have the Thursday night episodes, if I had a few too many beers, then maybe it was, no. It was never actually talking back to me. But you, you understand where I'm going here. Go at your own pace. Don't let circumstances force you into uh, being uncomfortable or just taxing yourself too much emotionally. And especially keeping in mind that it can catch up with you after the fact. You might kind of get that adrenaline rush because you haven't socialized in a long time, but then once it's over, you're going to crash. That was me a lot last weekend. Was I was like, I'm done. I just, I'm just going to lay down for a while. Because it catches up with you. So move at your own pace and let other people move at their own pace. Don't put, don't put that pressure on to anybody else. 
regardless of how you feel. Maybe you're like, no, this is all fake and whatever else. Even if you think that, which you're probably not listening to this podcast, but even if you think the whole thing is a is a scam and not even real, just respect others. Respect the circumstances and respect others and don't try to put pressure on people to, to be uncomfortable. This goes for anything in life, but especially right now, as we are moving back into more socializing and a, and a more normal day-to-day life, you know, compared to when we're at full lockdown here. Uh, keep that in mind. Not everyone's on the same page or the same pace when it comes to these things. Uh, and of course, trust is always trust is going to. It is for me. I know it's going to be that way for many others. Trust is going to be an issue because you don't know who's actually vaccinated. <laughs> I know a lot of people hate it, but I've been happy to see that a lot of shows that I'm I've gotten tickets for are requiring either proof of vaccination uh, or proof of a a uh, negative COVID test. In fact, I, I saw this absolutely come up recently for the Hell Omega Tour. Uh, specifically, I don't know if they're going to do it for everybody attending. Uh, and unfortunately, those are outdoor shows, so it helps a little bit. But for the VIP packages where people are actually going backstage, they're requiring people to be either vaccinated uh, or have a negative COVID test. Keeping people safe. Uh, but of course, trust is going to be an issue. Because you, you don't know who, who is vaxxed. Or even who's, like, people could be walking around not vaxxed and sick. And they don't even realize it. I don't, I'm just not going to trust anybody. <laughs> There's very few people I trust uh, that I'm going to trust when it comes to this. People I know very well, yes, that I know have literally gotten the vaccine. But if I'm out in public, I don't know who the hell's lying to me. I, I can't take anyone's word for it. You can't. So many people are out there lying about it. Haven't, haven't believed in the thing to begin with. So that's where we are on that. And don't don't let it destroy your mental health. Take care of yourselves, as always. That should be your number one priority when it comes to comfort level and moving back into what we would call normal day-to-day life, I guess. All right, parenting. Oh, man. Uh, so last we talked was 4th of July, but it was, of course, early in the day on the 4th of July. Uh, so I can now confirm that my 4-year-old still, in fact hates fireworks does not like them i in fact still hate fireworks it was a long night on the fourth Uh, now of course my my kid is in sleeping in our bedroom because there's explosions going off all around my house ridiculous Uh, and i'm gonna talk more about that in common sense because it's there was a couple stories that came out and it's kind of ridiculous to to think that we still continue to do this Uh, but of course like i said i can confirm my four-year-old Still does not like fireworks. Uh, And the reason I've been a little bit slammed this week and didn't fail to get the new logo actually up and posted uh, was I've been dealing with putting up a new pool for my four-year-old. Speaking of heat waves and everything else, uh, one of these above-ground, you know, pools that you put in, but it's got the filter and everything. And uh, So I haven't haven't even actually gotten the pool up. I'm still waiting for the last of the parts that go with the filter. It's a whole thing. Real headache. This week, I mean, it's fine, but it's just been like I couldn't just get all this stuff at once. You're sending me, okay, I guess it's coming in pieces. Uh, but and of course, clearing out an area which which we're fortunate enough that we have a uh, I don't want to say a large property, but for our neighborhood, a very large property because we live in an an urban area of of Los Angeles. We're very close to downtown. There's not we're not sitting on acres here. Nobody in the neighborhood really is. Uh, some houses are bigger than others, but nobody's sitting on like an acre or two acres or anything like that. Uh, but still had to had to figure out the good space for it 
and everything else. And so I've been vigorously clearing things out and reorganizing my back deck and, and my back patio uh, and power washing. God, power washer is some, something I knew for years that I wanted. Finally got my hands on one. Not even a really super nice one. Just finally got my hands on one. And, oh, is it a life changer? You take that thing out on some tile or some concrete and you just see the dirt just spray away. It's fantastic. Uh, but I will tell you, probably going to be in that pool daily with my four-year-old. She is a water baby. Uh, and especially with the heat, it's going to be a great thing. So uh, And something to keep the kid occupied. Which is interesting, too, because I know it costs a lot of money to put in like a, a, a below-ground pool. But you can pick up these above-ground pools with a filter and everything for pretty cheap. You know, if, if you've been reluctant to do so, uh, check it out. You can get yourself like a 10, 12-foot pool with a pump and all this other stuff for very reasonable price. And keeping in mind that, you know, this, I'm saying this under parenting for kids, of course, but keeping in mind that you can go in there too. And that's what I've got in my mind. Like, oh, I can sit in that pool as well. So we had one of those little frame pools, like a 4 by 4 one. It's like, yeah, I can sit in there, but then my kid can barely fit in there. So it's a little bit different, you know. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that. Going up this week, still going to try and get that logo out, but but the preparation to put the pool up. Everything's got to be perfectly clean and got to have space for it and measure it. It's, uh, yeah, it's a headache, but going to be well worth it. Uh, and toys, 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 toys. Remember, I gave the advice about the surprise box. And it's funny because in uh, my wife said this came up in one of her mom groups the other day where someone was saying, oh, I'm looking for a bunch of little toys to you know use for a road trip. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we have all the little toys, all of them. Problem is, my kid remembers everything. I've tried to get rid of things that she hasn't played with in months, and just it's it's like just in her head right away she goes, "Oh, where's that thing I haven't seen in six months? I need it right now." It's like I just put it in the garage yesterday because you haven't touched it for six months. Luckily, I didn't give it away, but it's impossible to to get rid of uh, to get rid of anything. And then it's ridiculous too because. She'll have, you know, like I've told the story before, nice Barbie dream house, and she's playing with rocks from outside. So it's not only these little toys that she ends up getting from other people, from us, wherever, you know, McDonald's, even the silly McDonald's toys. Can't get rid of them. Then she goes outside to play for a little while, and she brings in, like, a pile of rocks. And I'm like, okay, this is great. Just never-ending. It's never-ending. My entire house is toys. There's toys in this studio. They're just not on camera. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> My daughter comes in here and plays, and i got to shift everything off to the side. And then i got to keep my toys away from her. As you can see, I have my own toys in here. Uh, you can call them, some would call them collectibles, but uh, they are toys. They are, in fact, toys. I just collect some of them. Uh, so i got to keep those out of her hands quite often. There's a few she gets at. I've got a Red Sox Mr. Potato Head back here on the shelf, and she's always playing with that one. I let her get away with that one. But some of the sign stuff and... You know, harder to find stuff like, no, 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 no. That's, that's going to stay right there. Uh, unfortunately, she has a couple of her own Funko Pops now, <laughs> which we got from the surprise box secondhand. Never getting rid of those things because she sees the Funko Pops in the studio. And then when she got her own, she's like, oh, she knew right away. It's a Funko. It's a Funko. Like, and we're, I'm not even huge on the Funko Pops, but she she had to have her own. And now she's got her own, so it keeps her from trying to grab all mine, although most of mine are on a higher shelf, so. So she has trouble grabbing them. All right, let's talk a little bit of common sense. Oh, boy, Trevor Bauer, pitcher for the Dodgers. 
I was never a fan of this guy to begin with. But of course, I'm a bit of a Dodgers fan. Lived in Los Angeles for 20 years and in Southern California for much longer than that. Uh, so, you know, I, I root for the Dodgers. Finally got my Dodgers hat a few weeks ago. They went on a nine-game winning streak right after I ordered my hat. Then they lost a few games, but that's not the important part here. The important part is Trevor Bauer uh, was accused of some stuff, and I don't want to get into details of it. I would say if you're interested in the details on it, just just do a little re- Just Google. Check out the news pieces and stuff. Uh, and as much as I didn't like him, when this first broke, I was like, okay... Let's do this thing where we give the benefit of the doubt and stuff. And then some more news came out. And again, if you want to check it out, look into it yourself. Now we absolutely know the guy's got to go. And fortunately, the Dodgers are definitely distancing themselves from him uh, because some of the the initial accusations were like, well, let's see. And then as details came out, it was like, well, no, 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 no. We're good. We see now. And I mean... Just uh, you still have to have due process, but no, no, well, I, I don't want you don't want this guy anywhere near my team, so he's got to go. Uh, and like I said, I don't want to get into it. There's just no excuses. There's no excuses for what's coming out regarding Trevor Bauer, uh, the I, which I'm I'm gonna go ahead and assume former pitcher for the Dodgers. Right now he's on like administrative leave or whatever. Uh, probably not gonna pitch for the Dodgers again. Not gonna happen. They stopped selling his merch in the Dodgers store. So I I have a feeling he's about done there. Fireworks, fireworks, fireworks. Yet another year, and I can confirm that fireworks is still not fun. Giant explosions in the sky. Uh, Now, I know I I talked about this last week, but as I came came home from a little bit of a barbecue, some friends that live very close by, uh, close friends of ours, and so I immediately, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here in the back. It's right at dusk, you know, it's not quite dark, but right as the sun's going down. Uh, and immediately we go pull down my alley because I, you know, I have driveway on the back of the house. Like, so you go down an alley, uh, front of the house is on the street, and the back of the house is on the alley. Uh, and immediately we turn down, and I can see somebody's out there lighting off fireworks, like a few houses down from me, just a few houses down. And I'm not talking like sparklers. We're not talking the little stuff that, you know, you can buy at a grocery store. We're talking the big mortar style fireworks that, that shoot up everywhere. And it was extra ridiculous, sitting on my deck, and I'm just and I'm just waiting because I'll see him shoot off. You know, and and I'm looking up, literally looking up to my bedroom as as my daughter is going from the window to like the bed to keeping an eye on everything and and freaking out with with each huge boom, and you know my wife's in there with her, and then you can hear the stuff hitting the roof over my deck. You hear, hear boom, and then a couple seconds later, like stuff from the fireworks, and sure enough, the next day I'm finding pieces, like little round pieces. Like that big, like that thick, essentially rock, or what I assume is just just goes in there to pack it for the gunpowder. Finding these around my my yard, <laughs> and every both times I found two big ones. Found little like you can find little stuff around. I found two big ones, and I'm thinking, thank God I was sitting under the roof of the deck. One of them was right by the deck. I think it bounced off of the roof and and landed nearby. It's like that probably would not have felt good if it just hit me directly on the head. Uh, but of course, everyone's got to continue with the with the stupid fireworks. And we saw there's an NHL goalie, young guy, 24 years old. Uh, I'm not going to even give his name out, uh, but 24 years old, young goalie in the NHL National Hockey League, actually passed away on the 4th of July from a firework. Now, originally it came out that there was a firework accident and he slipped and fell as he was running from the firework. Uh, we find out the next day 
that he actually took one of those crazy mortar fireworks to the chest. Killed him. The mortar tipped, fired toward people, hit him directly in the chest, killed him. Dead. It's all fun and fucking games until someone dies. And that's what you're doing. You're playing with explosives. Unnecessary explosives. Find another way to compensate. And just stop it. I'm so done with them. Fucking fireworks. I really am. I'm just, I'm so done with them. You know what else I'm done with after I talk about this particular topic? Because <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this right now. I'm going to talk about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Jesus Christ. This is what some idiots out there bring me to in common sense. Because I've got to bring some common sense to this. Apparently Megan Fox is trending right now. Uh, she's catching some flack over the age difference between her and Machine Gun Kelly. If you're not f familiar with Machine Gun Kelly, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't go look him up. Don't dignify this failed rapper who decided to do pop punk just because he's working with Travis Barker. You don't need to do that. The important thing here is is Megan Fox, who's an actress, uh, is getting flack over the age difference because she's older than Machine Gun Kelly. She's 35. He's 31. Four-year age difference. Four years. Four-year age difference. Now, if the the genders were reversed, would this be a problem? No. If the genders were reversed and the male was 10, 12 years older, no. We're so used to seeing it. But here we have a female who's four years older than the person she's dating, and she is getting flack for the age difference. Four years. Four years. Uh, so I'm going to take this moment to remind everyone, or let you know if you're not, uh, if you're not familiar with it, uh, Amy Interrupter, the lead singer of the Interrupters, uh, yeah, she's married to Kevin Bavona, who is the guitarist for the Interrupters. They've been married for many years. Uh, Amy is four years older than Kevin Bavona. So again, I hate that I, I hate that I'm talking about this, but all the hypocrisy. Uh, and on top of the, that, for those of you that don't know me personally, uh, my wife is actually older than me. So technically, my wife should be catching flack uh, just as much as Megan Fox is. But here, here's the world we live in with the hypocrisy of because a woman is a little bit older, uh, she can't date a slightly younger... And we're not talking about like 20 years. We're not. And in fact, I don't follow the Jonas Brothers much anymore, but I, I believe Nick Jonas's wife is, is more than four years older than him. Why isn't she catching flack? So that's hopefully the last time I'm going to talk about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly on this podcast. But I have to call out the hypocrisy because this is Common Sense Sundays. And Common Sense says that she shouldn't be catching any kind of flack for this. You know, give her a hard time about her terrible acting or the fact that she's dating a failed rapper. That's all fine. But the age difference thing? Come on now. Come on now. Common Sense. I found this one interesting, too. Uh, the California exodus that's been such a popular thing over the past, like, two years. Everyone's leaving California. They're going to Texas and Arizona. And I know people that have. Personally, I know people that have. Uh, but there's a study that came out, and I believe this must be regarding 2020. Wouldn't I don't know if it's 2021 numbers yet. Uh, but, you know, it was a big deal in 2020. Joe Rogan, oh, he left California. Now he's, he had to go to, he went to Austin because he couldn't, didn't like California anymore. Uh, there actually hasn't been any uptick in the amount of people leaving California. It's about the same that it has been for the past, like, five to ten years or whatever. Uh, it just might have seemed like it because some some loud people like Joe Rogan left California. So it got a little, it did get a little quieter here in California. I can, I can tell you that personally, just in general. Once Joe Rogan left, it was like, oh, 
it's a little more peaceful here. But it's it's basically a myth. It's getting overblown. Uh, and honestly, if you want to leave, leave. Don't let the door hit you. That's it. California is not for everybody. Texas isn't for everybody. Arizona is not for everybody. Illinois is not for everybody. New York's not for everybody. I couldn't live in New York. Jesus. And nothing against New York. I couldn't do it. I, every state is not for everyone. But to overblow these things and say, oh, California sucks so much that everyone's leaving. Why? Because loudmouth Joe Rogan left? Good riddance, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Stay in Texas. I, that's, a, that's probably a good place for you. Everyone likes to quote Joe Rogan to me. They're like, oh, did you see here the latest episode? I'm like, no. <laughs> Why would I do that? I prefer yelling at a wall, not listening to a guy that should be yelling at nothing but a wall. All right. I want to talk about this really quickly uh, because it is a horrible story. Uh, and I kinda, I've kind of i had it sitting in the queue for a couple weeks here, or at least a week and a half, whatever, uh, since that building collapse in Miami where the building suddenly collapsed and they had a rescue effort and unfortunately many people have lost their lives and they're still looking for people. It's, it's incredibly sad. It, it's, it's horrible. Uh, and, and, you know, common sense says that we feel for all of these people, every single person, family of the people, whatever it is. Uh, and especially when they had to further demolish the building because of uh, the hurricane weather coming through. Uh, but the, the reason I bring this up is I found it interesting uh, and this happened before the building collapsed, because the building collapsed after I got back into Southern California from my road trip. Uh, but multiple times in Florida, multiple times, and I'm not going to name anyone specifically, but multiple times this happened where a discussion had come up about a building uh, or something nearby or something that was being built or something that had been built, and it was built incorrectly in Florida. Now, I'm not saying it's only Florida that this happens, uh, but in my experience, having just been there, they don't use the most common sense when it comes to where they're built. Like, buildings are sinking. In fact, I mean, there's... on For confidentiality reasons, I can't speak to even how ridiculous of some of the stories I heard. Because I know some people that work in specific industries, I know them very well. And I have heard very specific stories about how stuff just isn't built correctly, isn't built on land that it's supposed to be built, like where it's supposed to be built. Buildings li like just sinking into the ground, and we're like, yeah, it sinks a little bit every couple of years. It's like, what? No, building, buildings aren't supposed to sink. But apparently that's something that happens in Florida. And I'm not saying this is happening constantly, but it was, to me, it was just really wild. I was, and, and every, you know, well, by like the third, fourth conversation, I was like, yeah, no, I'm hearing this now. But the first couple conversations, I was like, really? That seems crazy to me. But it, apparently it's fairly common. Uh, so if you have relatives that live in Florida, or you live in Florida yourself, check out the building inspection records for wherever you're living, because holy shit. More common than, than you would possibly think. Uh, I found this interesting, too. And I'm probably going to touch more on this as, as I poll people going throughout, but I'm still on my, you know, RV trip, and, and people I run into or I talk to on the phone or whatever, they always ask, and if something interesting has come of this, uh, you know, because I was at a small barbecue, and that, like that, it became really obvious there, I, I knew this even while we, while we were traveling, uh, RV life is very, I don't know if love-hate is the right word, but some people are very, very, very excited about the prospect of driving an RV, uh, and the other people, not even, like, ha it, it, it's been about a half and a half. 
half of people really they're like oh my gosh that sounds like so much fun i i would love to do that and the other half are like i would never do that ever there's no there's really no like in between that i have found uh and and it's funny now that i've talked to to, to enough people after having done it i'm always kind of wait for they're like oh how was it and i'm like it was great i would do it again in a second then i kind of wait like all right are you gonna be like yeah it sounds great or are you just gonna be like man you're nuts those are the two responses that I get. So it, it's clearly not for everybody, but it's interesting the love. There's nobody in the middle that, that's like, oh, yeah, no, maybe. I maybe. It's like no or yes. So that's apparently RV life. Uh, so if you are somebody that's actually in the middle on that, let me know. And again, I will tell you, I would do it again in a second. Just in it. I would do I would go on it. I would get in an RV right now. And I would drive for another two weeks. It just I would do it right now. It, there's it's so much damn fun, but apparently pe- there's a lot of hatred, and not hatred toward like people going in RVs. Hatred toward the prospect of themselves doing it. Not like a not like a bias against RV people. More of a like that's crazy. I would never ever 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 do a road trip like that, or the other side where I want to do that right now. Found that interesting. All right, entertainment news, Euro Cup final. I found myself watching soccer or, or football. I don't, mean, I don't mean that panderingly. I just genuinely, we have a lot of fans across the pond that don't call it soccer. Uh, but I'm watching soccer because it's the Euro Cup. For those of you not familiar, it's like the European Championship. It's countries playing, not, you know, not professional teams. They're countries. So England was playing Italy in the Euro Cup final. I thought I was going to get the damn thing done before I came into the studio. Uh, then it goes into extra time. And then more extra time, and then penalty kicks. <laughs> I'm just like, and I'm sitting on, and I'm like, well, I'm at a point now where I got to see who wins this damn thing. Uh, so congratulations to Italy. I don't know how many Italian fans we have that listen to the podcast. Apologies, because we do have a lot of English fans uh, that listen to the podcast, and uh, and I have a lot of English friends uh, who either have association or literally still live there, and that's a lot of that is because of uh, the music scene. And I'm obviously wearing a one of my Barstool Preachers shirts today. I guess in I guess in honor of England, it wasn't really done on purpose. It was just one that I wore today specifically. But you know, there's a, a band from England that is one of my absolute favorites. Uh, and and I found that a lot of England fans. So apologies to all of you out there for that loss. But uh, you know, I have confirmed I will I will watch international like big stuff. But just soccer is just not for me. <laughs> it's just not. Now of course I watch baseball, and baseball is not for everybody. So. I, I, I wouldn't say, how can you watch that? Soccer. I know so many people are like, that's so boring. And it's like, well, just, who cares? Like, I, you know, I, I, it's just not for me. I wouldn't criticize someone for watching it. The excitement in that stadium was palpable. It was, it was kind of crazy to watch. You know, you, just, you see the, 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 the crazy fandomness. Fandomness? I'll have to look up if that's even a word. The crazy fandomness of, of all the fans in the stands. And then the utter disappointment when... Uh, when Italy won, you could see the utter disappointment because it was actually in England, so I'm sure there's a lot more English fans than there were Italian fans. Uh, and it's just it's one of those crazy things. It comes down to penalty kick, and someone someone misses a penalty kick, and that's it. Like, whoop, all right, whoop, there we go. You know, t- two hours of running around on a field, and it comes down to, to five dudes and, and kicking a ball and two goalies trying to stop a ball. It's really wild. But of course, that delayed me getting into the uh, the studio today. Uh, we had some news out of the Utah National Parks, and I know this is still going on. The Utah National Parks have had to start closing closing their doors, 
closing their gates, I guess, closing their doors. I mean, maybe they have doors, but closing their gates, closing off to additional people coming in uh, really at like 9 a.m. over the past few weeks because they are just getting inundated with people wanting to go to the national parks. Uh, now, if you're familiar, with, I, I've never been to any of them, but I have friends that have. If you're familiar with Utah, they do have some gorgeous national parks there. Uh, but I would say right now is probably not the time to go to those national parks because uh, there's a good chance you, you don't actually get in. That being said, I was at White Sands National Park uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was not very crowded at all. Just drove drove straight in. So uh, so if, if you want to go hit a national park, uh, go check out White Sands as opposed to Arches. And uh, there's, there's a couple of them in Utah, and it's all, all the ones in Utah have just been so crowded. They're closing the gates at like 9. Nine eight. They're like, nope, no more. We're at capacity at nine eight. It's like, holy shit! I'm drinking coffee still at nine eight. <laughs> you know, uh, so 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 avoid that, and probably avoid this national park as well. At least part of it. And that would be Death Valley. Death Valley hit a, a tied, tied a heat record, uh, highest recorded heat record. I don't know how they figure these things out. Hundred and thirty degrees Fahrenheit. That's Fahrenheit. Uh, for the I I did, can't do the Celsius conversion. I, I it's too ingrained in my head and my life the Fahrenheit. So, but 130 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, I can tell you if, if you're not familiar with Fahrenheit, it's fucking hot. <laughs> that's that's all it is. Uh, and just, you got to be careful in the heat. I just don't go to Death Valley when it's 130 degrees. Don't. I mean, shit. Arizona when it was 98 degrees at midnight, I was like, that this is crazy. Uh, what do you, you know? Because we'll, you know we'll get to 100 and change here on occasion but then it cools down at night it's not it's not 100 degrees at midnight once the sun goes down it starts to cool down at least a little bit it'll stay warm but 100 degrees jesus and death valley's an area like that so be careful out there in that heat uh the tokyo olympics i mentioned this briefly at the top of the episode uh we have no local fans now japan is actually in a a gone back into a state of emergency uh, and originally they weren't letting any fans travel to the olympics and i believe i alluded to this uh, within the past couple of episodes, but now we officially know they're, they're not even going to let local fans go to Olympic events uh, for the Tokyo Olympics. So you're going to be looking at empty stadiums. I'm sure there'll be some people around because, you know, you have you have uh, staff for, for each of the national teams and coaches, whatever else. So it's not, you know, there'll be, but you're not going to see a lot of people in the stands. You're not going to hear cheering. Uh, it's going to be fascinating uh, to hear like a quiet Olympics. It also be fascinating to, to see if they pipe in sound, which is uh, something they were doing for uh, at least professional sports here in, in the U.S. Uh, during 2020 when they had no fans at all. They were piping in some crowd noise and, and everything else or putting it out over the television broadcast. So I don't know if we're going to see that, uh, but there, it'll be interesting to, uh, to track the upticks on this as well. A lot of people are traveling to Tokyo, even even though there's no fans that can travel. A lot of athletes are traveling, and uh, I'm hoping everyone will be as safe as possible over there. And, and as you know from the past couple of episodes, I'm kind of over the whole Olympics thing anyway. You can't wear this swim cap, and you know we're freaking out about this. And like, calm, calm yourselves. This is it's sports. It's not life and death. It's just sports, and it's sports that a lot of these athletes only get every four years. Let them run. Let them play. It's just Olympics is becoming less and less fun for me. I'll probably still watch a track and field, but I'm just I'm a sucker for international track and field events, even local. I love track and field. It's, it's my it's my track background. 
I found that you probably have friends out there who played certain sports or whatever else and uh, they still have kind of an attachment to it later in their life and for me that's track you know I mean I'll, I don't watch like I enjoy watching baseball I never played baseball but uh, I think my love of watching track and field on television competition is is uh, from from doing it in high school so I'm sure I'll be guilty of watching that at the very least uh, Laura Jane Grace God you gotta love Laura Jane Grace uh, she actually announced a concert Somebody else is playing with her, too, and I uh, I don't have that name right in front of me. Uh, announced the concert. This concert is going to be at the Four Seasons Landscaping. That's right, that Four Seasons Landscaping. It's going to take place there on August 21st. And apparently this show sold out in under 17 minutes. So if you were lucky enough to get tickets, enjoy that uh, that show at Four Seasons Landscaping. This was obviously done on purpose and poking fun at a certain event that took place there back a few months ago and is probably going to draw a much bigger crowd. Gu- I guarantee it is because the thing sold out in 17 minutes. Uh, so good on you, Laura Jane Grace. Love seeing love seeing things like that. Uh, love seeing things like this too. Basis Against Racists. Their July shirt has dropped. It is available for pre-order. Uh, it is actually Eloise from the Linda Lindas. If you're not familiar with the Linda Lindas, we mentioned them previously on the podcast uh, this is the the band of all young ladies who who went viral uh, playing their song in in one of the Los Angeles public libraries. If you haven't seen that clip, go look it up, uh, and you'll see why uh, Eloise absolutely is a, is a perfect match uh, to be on the Basis Against Racist July T-shirt release. Uh, and on top of that, it makes perfect sense too because the Linda Lindas uh, soon after got signed to Fat Records, and uh, Lynn from Bad Cop Bad Cop. Uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop is on Fat Records, uh, so there's a lot of good association there. Uh, and as always, Paul Smith did fantastic work with the artwork, Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing. Uh, and now, obviously, the shirts aren't out yet, but I guarantee, because uh, they are printed by Chaos Merch, uh, Gabby will do a fantastic job with the printing. I've got three of them. They're all fantastic shirts. Probably going to wear, uh, there's one of them hasn't been on an episode yet, so maybe that'll be next week. But printing, I assume, will be just as high quality. Uh, so you know you're getting getting great things uh, from all parties involved on that, as well as supporting uh, Black Lives Matter uh, with all the profits from those shirts, as usual. All right, one more thing I want to leave with you, because I know we're talking shows, and I've been trying to interweave them here and let you know where you can find me around Southern California. One of the next shows I'll be coming, and this one, I, I really wish w- this was the first show I was going to coming out, not because I want to wait longer, uh, but because the very first show that I had canceled because of COVID uh, was taking place on Friday, March 13th, 2020. So for this show, I'm actually going to be heading out to Alex's Bar on Friday, August 13th. Uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and Venomous Pinks are playing at Alex's on August 13th, as mentioned. Uh, it's Friday the 13th, which is a little bit appropriate, and I am super, super excited to see both these bands. Big fan of both. And uh, there's a couple more artists playing, and apologies uh, to those bands. I was mainly motivated to to see Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and Venomous Pinks uh, get back to doing their thing. So if you're, if you're free, I don't believe it is sold out yet. Alex's Bar down there in Long Beach. I will be there. I'll be there with my sis, Laura. Uh, I know there are some fans of the podcast as well as friends of mine that will also be out there. Uh, so, so head on out there. Check it out. If you see me there, uh, I'm probably not going to be hugging a lot of people, but give me a little fist bump, uh, and I will throw some stickers your way. In fact, I'm probably going to so they gave away a bunch of stickers on the road trip, so I'm probably going to have to pick up some more. But we'll be well prepared 
definitely by August 13th. Maybe not by July 24th for Chaser, but definitely by August 13th. Get some new stickers in. Maybe some new logos. Probably not. I'm not promising new stick, new logo stickers just yet. You're going to be getting the, the good old Go Tell to the Wall stickers there. But if you have none, you run into me at one of these shows, I will have stickers for you guaranteed uh, as long as I haven't already given them all out, which is highly unlikely. All right, on that note, that's going to do it for us. I'm going to go uh, do some more prep work for my four-year-old's pool here. Maybe in, during this week you, you can find me floating in the pool, especially if the heat keeps up like this. Uh, and don't forget, next weekend, possible scheduling conflict. We'll probably post about it on Facebook. I, I got I got to have priorities. It's my anniversary weekend. I got stuff to do. You know, I... I love yelling at a wall, but I I love my wife much more. So I'm gonna make sure I spend some time uh, with my wife on our anniversary weekend, probably, and my daughter as well. <laughs> she wasn't there, but she can still celebrate our anniversary. Uh, so keep look for updates on that. Uh, of course, make sure you're following following us on the social platforms: Facebook.com/slash Go Tell to the Wall. Again, Facebook.com/slash Go Tell to the Wall. Uh, head over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. That's where you're going to find all of our great videos and our playlists. And, of course, my own personal Instagram, which is at SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N, at SoCalSean. Uh, and, of course, Sean O'Rourke Live, uh, which is our official website for everything that is Common Sense Sundays. Go Tell to the Wall, Sean O'Rourke Live. Uh, and we'll give you links to all those things I just mentioned, as well as a link to our Patreon page and our merch page. Get yourself some common sense fashion items out there or common sense wine glasses, coffee mugs. There's all kinds of stuff up there. So pick pick up some of that great merch. All right. This has been episode 52 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And until next time, Wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, Remember, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.